you want an insight into the minds of the industry professionals, then there's only one place to be. One place to be. The Ins and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs Podcast, we speak to singer and dancer Simeon Montague. We talk about his time at college. We talk about him getting fired from a job. We also talk about his dance career and what it was like transitioning into musical theatre when you've never done musical theatre before. Here is Simeon Montague. Simeon Montague. Yeah. <laughs> so just before we recorded, I already asked him how to pronounce it and I've already fucked it up. Good start. Simeon Montague. How are you, man? I'm good. Yeah? Very well. What have you been up to today? So today, um, oh, I had a kerfuffle. Um, I had to go pick up my luggage, so yesterday I had a long journey in from Sunderland. Just come back off tour because now we're off for two weeks. And I got off the train now and just walking, there was this guy and he was like, Leeds, Leeds, and everyone was like, Leeds. And then he didn't, couldn't understand, so I looked at his ticket and I was like, mate, you're in the wrong direction. So he got on from Peterborough. To, and he's supposed to go to Leeds and ended up going to London on the other side. <laughs> so he got lost now. So I'm trying to take him round. I took him to the, the desk person, and the guy was um, the guy was like, oh, "What language is he talking about? Hindi?" And he's like, "Yeah." Da, da, da. And I was like, "You're a good guy. I'm gonna leave you there." Went off now. About to get on my train. Realized I left my luggage on the train. <laughs> Stupidness. So Doing I, a good deed. Bit back. Then once oh. grabbed me all the way back. Had to get my go. Got back to the train before it left bag was gone, walked around to Lost and Found, the guy was like, I was just about to sign it in, you can take it, I was like, wicked, cool, got my bag, wicked, got on the train now, got on the bus, and then I got off the bus, walked up to my door, realised I left my luggage on the bus, uh, so I was like, uh, you did it again, the same, is, am I not supposed to have it, is it not mine anymore, is it, is it, is it, is it saying something, so, um, you deserve that desperado, <laughs> <laughs> desperate times, yeah, Epic man, so what are you on tour for at the moment? Uh, Beautiful, Carol King musical I know you're in that, I just said it for the listeners But I've already seen you in that Yes you have, surprise surprise October 31st, Halloween Halloween, I was was good In Cardiff Yeah, Halloween was lit lit, actually Very good show, although I was pissed because I booked the tickets And I was in the sky I didn't even know where you was When I tell you, (laughs) Welsh Millennium Centre is a beautiful theatre But when you're all the way at the top, you are Hi. Like, I can still see everything, but you know, you're looking forward, you're like, I'm gonna fall off this. <laughs> it was real high. No, it was a great show. Are you enjoying doing it? Yes, I am. I am. It's, uh, it's good. It's fun. It's, uh, every day is, uh, it's a new thing. It's course, a new thing. Yeah. How long is the tour? Uh, we've got it up till June. So far, it's up till the end of June, but it could carry on, maybe. Could we get Maybe. Something. Would you like it to carry on? Yeah, it will be good. No, <laughs> it's good. It's good. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'll keep taking the paycheck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn it's right. Keep, it's keeping me going. It's keeping me working, and it's just opened me up to new experiences. So um, every single time, it's a new, it's a new thing, and obviously you don't know who's gonna be in the crowd at that time. There could be that kid, who all these people they've got their tickets from last year, ready to watch it this time, and they're watching you at that moment, and it's you just gotta bring it. You just gotta bring it. Yeah. You ever get those days where you're like, I cannot be asked today or you go out and there's like 12 people <laughs> we've never had the 12 people but <laughs> i've definitely had the yeah i mean it, it comes it, it happens for everybody you got you go out there and you're like i just don't want to do this because you've woken up and it could be news it could be um anything really it could, the your day probably started bad and 
And but actually, the thing is, with my cast, without a shadow of a doubt, I'm always laughing. I'm always in tears of laughter, like every single day with them. They we have our jokes and we can't do some of the weirdest stuff. And there's stuff that happens on stage and off stage, but I'm always laughing. So my mood's always flipped. But we do always have that. We come in and like no one's really in the mood for it. So it's just like you know what. But then it brings it around. Yeah, that's dope. I feel yeah. you. I'm on tour. <laughs> well, I'm just about to go back on tour. But all that's Gerald's on tour and is the same thing. You get the shows where you're like, my body's broken. Yep. <laughs> I'm not feeling it today. And then all of a sudden the curtain opens and adrenaline goes. Yep. And then those shows where it doesn't, I'm like, someone give me something. Someone <laughs> give me a joke, make me giggle. So yeah, it sounds like you're in, a, you're in a good cast as well. Yes. Like my yes. cast keep me going. Like the boys. They got it. They hold us down. Like if someone's feeling down, we'll push them over on yeah. stage or something to get them, <laughs> something to get a giggle. Sometimes our choreographer Jordan just goes, "This show's for us, boys," <laughs> and that's when you know it's about us having fun. And if they that. see us having fun, they'll enjoy it. Yeah, man. <laughs> Sick man. So when did you start this tour? I started in August. Rehearsal started in August. Um, we got moving in Bradford. Two weeks in Bradford. Uh, the first week was all set up and lights and then we had our first week and our press night and everything else and then we just kept going since then I kind of lost count of all the places we went to yeah. it was like Plymouth I think and it went to Norfolk then it went to Southampton and I think I came back and it was South okay then that was it That's you're like just, I'm lost yeah it's not a new show anymore yeah it's just like <laughs> yeah, I'm just, yeah I've just lost it just, just getting on trains <laughs> and how do you guys travel are you on do you have like a tour bus or do you just travel no. to each city or it's yeah each city it's basically it is basically what I say um, we're going to be here here's the money meet us there that's it that's literally it There's so no, you figure out your own accommodation yeah. and transport and stuff yeah they give us uh, our company manager gives us a list we've got, you've got a website called Theatre Digs and our company manager has this list of like people who put their names and they said yeah you can stay with us I remember the first time I got the list and it took me so long I procrastinated. Our procrastination is a sin. Uh, but I, was, <laughs> I procrastinated so hard. And um, I just didn't... I mean, staying at somebody's house and you just don't know... That you don't to. know. Yeah, it's just like you don't... You just kind of want to... You want your own space and you're just like... You kind of want to go back. But uh, once I did it, it was cool. And the first people I stayed with, they were so welcoming. It was, it was great. And uh, it left me to my own devices. And I was like, you know what? This is cool. And another thing, it helps with social skills as well because I feel like nowadays we're so caught up in our phones. Fact. So, like everyone's just head down and we don't know, we don't really know how to communicate and it's just that one word and it was, it was sitting with them in the living room after work or it was in the morning like, oh, how's your day been? And it's legit, you can be like, you know what, I did this, I did this, I did this and then they exchanged their one and they're not even in the same industry as you. So yeah, they're like, I was in Tesco's and I checked out 752 <laughs> <laughs> like, sales today. <laughs> what did you do? And you're like, I sung to about 2,000 people today. <laughs> <laughs> one of those ones, yeah. Very different life. Yeah. You had any like really bad experiences of staying with people? Um, um, yeah, oh my gosh, it was Cardiff. Oh no, <laughs> my people! What have you done? Yeah. You should have stayed in mine, bro. <laughs> I didn't even. I I know because it, it was it, everything was so. That was last minute. Cardiff was last minute, and uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, I've got this covered. Boom, da da dum. I've got this. So um, I'm looking now at places, and and I was like, yeah, it'd be cheap in Cardiff, and then I couldn't find a place. Like I rung up this house, and this house was so perfect near the theatre wasn't getting through to me and I was like, I was determined to get this place. 
Then we got through to me, it was running out of time. I was like, let me just book a, like a, well, they got them hostels. Got a nice little hostel. Um, that was about half an hour walk from the theatre, and that's just, I was not here for that. Got it anyway. It's always raining in Cardiff, you don't know. Oh, my, it was raining. That's when the weather changed. It flipped there, because I remember talking to my mum, being like, mum, nah, it's cold. It's cold. It's cold. Like, it was like, <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah, and um, stayed there. Then I left that night. I was only there for one night. Then I went to go stay in this other place. And uh, I remember going to the house. And I remember the night the night before I went out, and just got so wasted. Woke up and was like, go get ready, get out. Got to the got to the house now. The woman was already pissed at me. And I was like, oh, I ain't got time for this. And she was just like, well, I'm not giving your key until you get the money first. And I was just like, why do you have to be that woman? And she was just like... <laughs> like, not today. Yeah, in it. I was like, oh, don't, in it. So she was like, the cash machine's down there. They're going to take a right. And you say, uh, I said Welsh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> and then uh, I got the money now. Uh, came back to work. She counted it in front of me. And she goes, okay, cool. And then... I get a, I get a text. I go to work now. I get a text later going. You gave me a little. You gave me little to no change. And I was like, you counted it in front of me and everything else. Because well, it must have been the money because it wasn't. And I was just like, oh, oh, this. Oh, she's one of those. It was just yeah. It was I just stoned in it. Like mm-hmm. I've already got to go to work. I shouldn't have to put up with you. Just let me come in. Give me the key. Got into my room now. I'm paying like I don't know 150 or 160 quid for that week. And it was a it was a box room. Floorboards, it was just cold. It was a single bed. I was chilly. Move for it. It was just uh, oh, I was just like, oh. oh man. Next time you're in Cardiff, you've got to stay with my folks. Definitely, they'll I'll shout you. I will shout you. It's not close to the theatre, but they'll look after you. It'll be cozy. It's I lovely. mean, my mum's put us in a hotel room today so we can do this. You know, she's always on the lookout for us. I mean, she's looking bits. after us. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't pay for the desperados though. Yeah. Because <laughs> of the package. Um, so yeah, man, sick. So you're on tour. How did you, how did you come about doing this? I was trying to think when you were on the way here how I first met you, and I couldn't figure it out. And I was like, I don't actually know. Like I just know you. And then I was like, I remember meeting you in France. Yes, okay. Auditioning for X Factor France in 2010. There we go. And I was, me and Emo Walsh, Walshy, were staying in a, like a hotel. Yes. And I remember you coming. Yes. And I'm sure that's how I met you. It was that time because Josh Warmby was there as well at the time. Yes, he was. Yes, I remember Randall was there. Still got the videos actually on my laptop. Really? Yeah, of like the whole, because I remember going in and they were doing, Zach was teaching to, uh, yeah, shake it. Who do you think you are? Hey. Yeah, it's sick. And then, uh, and then the, the choreo was Bob Wire. Oh, yeah, tune. that was such a tune. I was a full out audition. Yeah. <laughs> I was a full out audition. <laughs> I was Fifty Shades of Broken. <laughs> and then hold it against me was the last one. They could tell yeah, it was him and yeah. Julia, right? And and is it Nicholas? I don't know if it's Nicholas. But yeah, the black dude. Yes, I'm yeah, yeah I'm Nicholas. Yeah. Beautiful dancer, like a gazelle. <laughs> yeah, man. I was trying to think earlier. I was like, I don't remember where I first met him, but I know him. I was like, but he was there. Yeah. Sick, man. The so situation was crazy there as well. That was a, that was a crazy one. It was good times. It was a, it was an eye opener, but it was a, I literally just picked myself up. I was like, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go, and then just just book the flights. And uh, I was like, I just, I just want to have a lot of time in in Paris. And I got there, and I was like, cool. Drop my bags. That well, that's a whole different game as well. Me getting to that hotel, that wherever I was staying, what getting happened? there. It's just like it's just, just long. Yeah, it was just. You didn't like, lose your bags on the way to there. That no, was well. I was uh, my um, 
the place I was supposed to be staying at, um, I was like, yeah, I went there because I got off the train and my battery was low. Stupidly listening to music and fell asleep. My battery got low. I got off the got off the plane now, and I'm in the airport. And then the person was like to me, "Oh, sorry, oh, you didn't you didn't book in, in t- you didn't like check in in time or some next rubbish nonsense whatever." And I was like, "So you got no room?" She's like, "No." So this whole time I'm now looking for places, and I'm just like, "Oh, I need to find somewhere right now." And my money was super tight then. I remember it was scraping so hard. Down to life. Oh, <laughs> when are you not? <laughs> when you're not scraping. And uh, and I couldn't find anywhere, and every hostel was like full and full and full, and my battery was now yellow. It was so it's gone past the red. It's like yeah, yellow. it's life support. Yeah. Like I don't know what I'm gonna do, and then um, it's about I got off the plane at like nine, I think, and it's about quarter to one, and I was oh. like I don't even know. Like I was like I'm walking around France with my bag, and then I just walk. I just see like this place on the corner, and so there was like some shining light coming from it. I went in, the guy was like, yeah, we've got a room, 30 euros. I was like, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's take my money already. And um, <laughs> just fell asleep, woke up, and I went, and I was, yeah. And I remember going into the room, and the plug socket was just, like, literally hanging off it. So. Oh, <laughs> dingy. <laughs> nice. Thank you, Paris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So dope. So how did you get into being a dancer or and a performer? Like, well, you're not just a dancer. We need to let people know. You can sing, boy. You can sing. You can belt a tune. And you act as well, right? Yes. A true triple threat. You have to go in, man. You've got to do it. Yeah, you've got got to... I feel feel like once you get into these these things, like, find your avenue and really go and attack it. And at a time, I was very much like... I was shook. I don't know. It was just like... came from from years of just... I don't know. You just want to look... You want to look cool for people. And like... And it's like if you if you do a certain thing, um, you're not deemed literally as cool. Like if, yeah, so singing wasn't the cool thing, unless you were like at my when I was young, unless you were like doing it on a on a grime track or a garage track. You had those like those doing those BBs in the back, and you and I wasn't on none of those tracks. So I was like, you know, I'm not gonna sing. I'm just like I'll just stick to my dancing because it's like it's a coat. Yeah. So I can kind of like disguise my my arts behind my dance and just express myself that way, and uh, but dancing, how I got into that, um, it was uh, a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Once upon a time. Once upon a time, yeah. In a land uh, far away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a friend who uh, she's doing bits now actually. Uh, she was like, "Oh, my brother's teaching in the area. Why don't you come for like the first three classes?" And I was like, I don't know. And I went anyway, and it was really good. It was good. And I remember, I remember we had no mirrors, like, going there. And he taught us the same choreo every week for, like, two months. Like, <laughs> you were really good at that combo. Like, like, literally, like, it was like... And I remember our warm-up was to um, shake it off Mariah Carey. And I remember just getting into that beat, just doing shamrocks all the time. He was teaching us shamrocks. And just, he's like, teaching you good steps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was, yeah, he was doing bits and... And at the time, obviously, I was never, I was never thinking about, oh my gosh, I'm learning this choreo again. I'm learning this choreo again. I'm like, but I was always, it was just we were always finding something new, and um, that's something I do. I miss a lot nowadays in classes is the choreo being taught twice. A lot of the time, it's always something new every week, and I'm just like, oh, if we go back to that again, I can just feel something or learn something new that I didn't know from before, 
and it is rare. So I think maximum now teachers are willing to go for it. it's like two times, yeah. and after that they're just like changing the combo. And it's just like come to my class, I'll teach the same thing for six years. I need, <laughs> I need, <laughs> if it's cool, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's needed, and we were just doing that, and then and then she after we stopped, we had our I remember we had our show first ever show, and um, it was make or break. And then we were, it was the ones who were getting picked for the show at that time, and we had to keep doing the choreo over and over again. And he was just watching us, he goes, clean that, do that again, do it again. You're not right. Simi, if you don't get it together, you're not doing it. And I was like, I want to do this, I want to do this. And, <laughs> and I remember getting it last minute, and then we had the show, and it was just, it was so good. And then we left, and believing that after that show, it kind of just faded out. Our, deep, our teacher became like a singer, and moved away to America. And then my friend was like, why don't you come to these classes? And Nathaniel, sweet boy stylist, yeah. he was teaching. Shout out. Yes, shout out. Yes, I remember going to his class. First time we were in, we were in Edgeware, is it Edgeware Road? Edgeware Road, we were in a, I remember getting an 18 bus there. I forgot, I forgot how far, I forgot where the place is now. But um, I remember coming in and he was teaching to an instrumental, Come As You Are, Brandy. I'm sick digit album and I remember he was teaching to that and I remember just being like, flipping like the turns when everyone was doing those turns back in the day you know the ones the two excess like, turn <laughs> like, you dip in your hand yeah. like you your, hand. your arm and your shoulder <laughs> yeah and then you see sis to catch up you were punching that ground and that, that, that was that was the impetus to get yeah. you around and it was the arms out it was the spreading arms out and it was yes the, it was the ah shack with an American parallax <laughs> bit on some socks Oh, it was, yes, I know the era, I know the era. Yes. <laughs> I bought them outfits too. <laughs> we all had them, and it was like, it was the colours as well. Yeah, so um, so I taken his one, and then from then on, he um, started learning, like, started learning a lot. Uh, not a lot, but, like, he he's just, he's very clean, like, he's very, he's very, very precise, very clean. Taught me a lot about, and, like, his lines, so strong every single time, and I remember, like, we were doing like cannons and numbers and we would just keep running it and running it and running it and running it. And I'm such a fan of running. Like, yeah. Sometimes you go, like, oh, but it's Not like, again, you're, yes. Yeah, it's like, it's like, we can just get better, just keep doing it. And, and no, there was no, there was no agenda. It was just like, we just, we were there just to dance. Like we all loved it. And I remember our mirrors being like, really foggy and like, Bendy. Bend. Yeah. It was like, really, it was like, skinny those, legs those, and a fat head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> clown mirrors. Exactly. It was like it was like no, there was no real point of looking at it. But he was looking at us and going, "Get a, get like this, do like this," and it was just fun. Always doing it every single week and just learning like new combos and then you know, shows and stuff like. And then um, that fizzled out. And then yeah, kind of just got to other things after that. Like I stopped dancing for a while, and then just kind of got into photography. Just kind of. Oh, you did photography as well. College, yeah. Oh, nice. And didn't I think you went to Lippa as well, right? Went to Lippa. So you did two colleges, or...? I, I was, I was going to do photography. I, I did it in sixth form. Ah, so, okay. So um, I was doing it in... I was doing it in college and falling in love with it so much. David LaChapelle, um, Guillaume Cafico, like, there was just so much stuff to, like, look at the, these, these... I was... I loved, like, the bright colours and just the Photoshop stuff, and I was learning how to use Photoshop at that time. And um, photography was just like a course that was just starting. I was 16 at the time, so it was just, it was, yeah, I was six, it was just starting. It, was, they, it wasn't even a, a thing yet. And, um, and then I fell out with my photography teacher, I'm falling out with him. And I wrote on my UCAS, 
and I was like, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to do it. And uh, there was this, uh, there was this uni in Cardiff that I was gonna, that I was, I was putting myself in for, and I was just like, I sod this, and I had like a day to write a new UCAS. And my music teacher was like, well, you sing, you dance, you act, why don't you go to Lippa? And I was like, where's Lippa? And I just wanted to get out of London. I never knew about, I never knew about Bird or Erdang. I'd never heard of any of those schools. Um, so I was just like, okay, cool. So I, I was, I put myself in for like colleges in Southampton, Wolverhampton, mm -hmm. and just like random, just colleges who kind of just did it on the just side. Just you know did something. Ones? Yeah, just did bits. You could do maths or you could just go and sing. <laughs> them ones, them yeah. ones. And uh, I remember going in for Lippa sending my UCAS and they called me in for an interview and it was sick it was just sick like I, it's kind of thing that you, I saw I saw that kind of stuff on TV and I was like you know I'd love to and going in there I was it's like Spain. wow <laughs> yeah it was like people were just like walking around and were like hey how's it going hey how you doing like, and I was just like wow this is real <laughs> and uh, I remember wanting to go there and I got a call back and then, event, and then I got in and um and I hadn't done any, I was really surprised to get in because I hadn't done any like ballet or anything, no jazz, no tap, no nothing. I just had a strong passion for dancing. It was just, I just, I just enjoyed doing it. Yeah. There was always, there was like, I remember, because at the time I was working in Waitrose and I would get in trouble for like dancing in the aisles or dancing <laughs> at the tills or like just like scanning and just being like, and I was going between that and I was a cleaner as well mm -hmm. in a costume shooter and then I would get in trouble because like, I would just start playing around with the, it's like a high school musical, like, dum, 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 we get to work. It was like one of those, <laughs> like, just, just dancing around all the time and I would just like stop for a moment and then it would kind of kill my time. But I just, I just, I always loved it and I was like, you know what, I, I should start getting into this and then, yeah. And I got into Lippa and just doing that, I was like, this is cool. So did you know you could sing before you went to Lippa or is that where you found your talent? Yes, I had an idea. And it was, uh, I would always try and mimic singers. Like? I'd listen to, uh, I'd listen to like Boys to Men and uh, I loved Sam Cooke. Nice. So I grew up on Sam, I grew up on Sam Cooke. Uh, the Soul People, the Isley Brothers, Temptations, like all those the Motown guys. Like, Makes so, sense. Yeah. <laughs> so I was really into that soul and I really loved the way they portrayed, the way they sung. So I always tried to sing like them and I tried to get that tone. And then, um, and we used to sing in school, like in school, like we used to have like these little like. It sounds it sounds silly now, but like we used to have like these these like singing things. Me and my friend like used to sing and like, and the girls would be like, oh sing sing sing, and be like, yeah, and, try, yeah. and I would always try. I would always go for uh, let's get married, jagged edge. Show me the smooth kid. Go on. <laughs> yeah, and um, <laughs> we're good about it now. Yeah, and. Then I, and then Everyone else is doing so solid crew 21 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> here's me, here's me doing like the oohies and the BBs. Um, yeah, so I, and then I went in and I sung there. And I remember singing Seasons of Love. And uh, yeah, and then and I was like, you know what, I can, they were like, the, the person in the audition was like really, really good. And then they were like, do you sing regularly? And I was like, no. And I, I was just, just kind of do it for fun. And it was just like, that's what I'm happy about, all the kind of things I've ever gotten into in terms of the arts, it's always been fun. Yeah. It's always been like, I just want to do this. There's been, there was no agenda, there was no, I want to get this out, I want to get that out. It's just, I just, I just enjoy this. Just something you enjoy doing. Yeah. So, what was your time like at Lippa? Did you like it? I did. I really did. It was an eye-opener. 
was a big eye-opener. And that big. was like your first time moving away from home, right? Yes, I couldn't wait to get away. I was like, oh, I can't wait to get away. Finally have my own space. I was a part of no, this, none of that. And I remember sitting in the van. My dad was driving me to Liverpool. And I remember looking out the window. <laughs> Cue soundtrack. <laughs> I was looking out the window and I was like, I'm actually shit scared. I was like, this is, I'm not going to see them for like for a very long time. Like, It's not like it's a week or two weeks. It's like I'm actually going to uni. And this is this is it. This is whatever I have, and this is where I need to just pull up. And um, yeah, and I remember going in and just being like, "See you later." I was like, "Yeah, see you later, guys. <laughs> bye, hey, bye." And then they left, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this is where it all begins." Okay, right. Let me. How, how do I do it? Like, how, how do I do this? And how do I do that? I had I had loads of ideas, but it was just like, it was it was more of a like. Do I do I stay in tonight or do, do I go out? Or, or, I can do what I want. Yeah, it's just like, you, it's, it's just there for you now. So you're just like, oh, what do I? I can stay out late without anybody saying anything. I can get really, really. It sounds really childish, but I mean, like when you find. Oh, you're a kid. Yeah, actually, you, you like you're allowed to sound childish then. Yeah. You're a kid. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, Lippa was Lippa was great, and I had a I had a great teacher, Sarah Baker. She was so patient with me, so patient. Um, and just how I was, how I, how I was, because, and even up to today, to the, I'm very much like, no, I don't like this, da da da, da da da, and it was like, no, but these, this is what you signed up for, and this is what you need. Yeah, to but do. I don't want to do it that exactly. way. Exactly, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to, and she was just very. Painful. I don't want to wear a jockstrap. <laughs> <laughs> up till this, yeah, September to December, I was wearing shorts in ballet, shorts and socks. Nice. Because I was, I was like, I can't put those tights. I don't want to do. These ballets, I can't put these on. This is, this is, it was just all this. I don't want to do any of this. I just want to do this, and and there was. It's just like there's the free side of dance, and there's the rule side of it. There's you if you want to be good at this, or you want to develop, or you just you need to get your foundations. There's a the structure. Your, yes, get your foundations in, and it made me love ballet. I love ballet. Really? Like, yeah, it, I love. I fucking hate ballet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't take ballet classes. As much as I was when I left. And I didn't when I was meant to. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I started to, uh, I started to love it because um, it was just all this, it was, it was your body knowing how your body works and like lifting in certain places and not knowing like. It gives you a huge understanding of your body, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, majorly and like just, just placing your body the centre and our, my ballet, our ballet teacher, Sarah Baker, she was just, she was sick with it. Like, when we were going out for the development, she was like, think of the force. <laughs> like, Star Wars. And it was just like, the force is coming out of your head. So you're lifting up from the head, you're lifting up from the back, from your legs. And it was just like, and it was, oh, it, make, it makes sense now. Because <laughs> for me, I was just like, you just kind of put your leg out. And you put your, like, I didn't know you had, she was like, turn your foot out. What's that mean? For me, I was just like, I was... Demonstrating. I was just putting my foot up like that. And she was like, turn it. And I was like, oh, oh. And then my foot was a lot lower. Oh, it dropped. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I thought it was a lot higher than that. Yeah. Yeah. So. I remember lifting my leg and thinking, I've got cramp in places I've never felt before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my friend. And they're doing tondus. And you're like, it's just moving your leg. And then they're like, now push through the floor. And you're cramping your feet. You're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> First yeah. one, I'm uncomfortable. So I look like a dickhead. And now I've got cramp as well. Damn. <laughs> No, yes, yeah, the cramp. We get to push through it. Push through the cramp. Push through the cramp. Don't drop your foot. Don't drop your. Yeah. So you in Lippa for three years? 
Yes, three. I failed my first year, so I was on a year out, mm -hmm. and um, that was um, <laughs> that was another eye opener. There was a lot of eye openers. How'd you fail? I don't know. It's dance college. How, how, how exactly? How did it was? They. Like, I remember even even being in. You the, still can't develop a. <laughs> 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 it was. I remember being in our, our our first meeting in the auditorium, the PMA, and um, the PMA. Paul McCartney Auditorium. Okay. <laughs> I was all. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and um, oh, the head teacher, he was like, uh, he was saying it's it's hard to it's it is actually you shouldn't have to fail like it's hard to fail and whatever. And I was thinking to myself, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to fail anyway. But it was it was also met with the fact that I had my freedom, so it it meant being like reckless, and it was going out, and I was going out a lot. Like on my Thursdays, I'll start my weekend and be sweating out. You smell the vodka coming out of my pores in <laughs> and uh, I see my ballet teacher. It's giving me like a raw look. My ballet teacher, like, what the hell? And I'm just not doing my work. It was just like I would sit down for a bit and start, and then I'd be like, oh, I want to go out and do something else because bones weren't huge around that. It's quite funny how the generation changed. Like 2009, 2010. The BlackBerry was just like making its thing, so no one was really like into phones. Everyone was. There's no just... social media really. Yeah. Not on a phone anyway. It was all like it was all computer. It was. Facebook. Yeah, that kind Bebo. of stuff. And a you <laughs> high five. <laughs> <laughs> and you did yeah. You wasn't really you wasn't really in your phone, um, so I was more out and just like so socialising and coming in late and just getting low marks and um, failing my first year. That was that's that's I, I think that's when it was. I remember my teacher sitting down with me because I, I came back for my second year and I was getting ready to move into my place and I was like, I was like yeah, I paid it off every month, I paid off my rent every month and just coming in and my teacher was like, you failed. She was like, you can't go into the next year unless you, because I, did, I found I failed actually in the break, in the holiday mm -hmm. and I had to come back and do it again and I failed again, I failed all my, failed all my extra bits and I was just like, oh. And I remember just breaking and just being like, oh my gosh. And it was like a, it was like a light bulb went off in my head. And it was just like, you've only just started to really start to get into this kind of stuff now. The technical side of dance. And that's it. Like, and um, there was this whole, like, well, you can go back home. Because they were giving tips. Like, you, can, you know, you should go back home and start again. Get a job. Get some money. Come back. And I was like, no, no. I've got six months in this place. And I was living with my friend Myron. Mm -hmm. Great guy, he's a dancer in the industry as well. He's, he's helped me so much, helped me so much. He's like my brother, my best. He's just he's helped me, and uh, I was living with him, and I was like, I can't just go. So it was like, okay, cool. Like I'm gonna have to get a job. I'm gonna have to do this. I'm gonna have to get my act together, and um, and it was trying. And then I went back to editing my CV, my old CV, and I was trying to give out my CV into random jobs, and I was like, I just need to work here and. And, and go here and go there and and I remember like it made me think at that time that like what's for you is for you like regardless like if you're supposed to do something you honestly do it and I remember applying for jobs nine to five jobs and having experience in like a lot of the field and uh, people were just like I was getting no replies or people was like no thank you and I was like why can I not work in a normal job and then um I, and then I was like, I just need to, I need to fund every month. So my mum and dad were helping me, and that was that was another great moment for me as well. And um, and then pause. <laughs> and then and then <laughs> and then 
uh, this audition popped up, and it was um, Jonathan Bishop's Jonathan Bishop, the comedian. Yeah. His uh, he was going. He was doing like a UK tour. Honestly. Um, and I was just lying in bed, like just moping. I was just like, I can't get a job. And Alex still messaged me. She was like, Why don't you go to this? Like it's open. And, and I was like, I don't think I'll get it because I haven't done this. And she's like, Just go for it. And I went in, did the audition, I got it, and I was like, oh my gosh, okay, right. I was like, you're giving me a second chance, yeah. thank you, okay, right. And it wasn't the nine to fives that you were applying exactly. for, which was the win. Exactly, so I was doing what I love. So I was like, sick, going in, doing that. And um, got it, yeah, and we was getting regular pay so I could pay for my housing. And, and um, So this is whilst you're at college? No, this is, this uh, is, when, I, this yeah, is, this yeah. is when I didn't, my whole year out. And then... Um, so you'd only done one year in college at this point? I'd only done one year. And then college. on your year out, you booked your first job? Yeah, my first job. That's gangster. I was asked about that. I, I wrote down a lot of things that I wanted to do. I remember writing it down at the time and, and being like, you know, I just I want to do this. Like, I want to I wanna do a tour. I want Because these were all, like, things that you would see, but you dreamed of it. Yeah, of course. And I was like, and then getting that touring. And I remember booking it, uh, Myron, Danny Bradford, Josh Warmby, um, there's loads of other people, but we all like we all booked this. We booked it, and it was like, it was so good. It was just like yes, and we and we would have jokes about it. Like we'd be like go on tour, like you know. Hey, then a year in college, yeah, <laughs> just trying to be like, hey, and that soon ended. Yeah. How old are you then? I was twenty. Okay. And um, that ended because I was unprofessional and just shit at what I did. No, no, I'm not going to say shit, I was because I like, I was, I was unprofessional in, in that, in that moment, and then I, they were like, oh, we don't need you for the next, for the next season. And oh, so like, you only did, so how long was I the... did, I did like a, a month, two, three, I think, some sort of months, and, uh, and they were like, we won't ask you to come back, and... Why? And what, I, what, what had gone on? I was just very unprofessional, um, just the way I carried, like, oh, you have a few drinks, and you just... It's just one of those things that you just you just don't hold it down, and I was just yeah. I was just silly, and in hindsight, yeah, and um, I remember like being at my friend's house and thinking, that, yeah, I'm going back on tour again, and everything just going. I felt like everything went back to normal again. I crashed back to square one, and yeah, and I was just like flip. Uh, that was shit. That was a shit time. Very 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 shit time. And was it the same for all of you, or just you? No, just me. Oh, that must have been a kick in the balls. Oh my gosh, he was like, oh, Simi, where are you? Where, you know, yeah, I saw all the boys. And I was just like, I don't know, and I didn't know for a long time. And then There's a moment where you check yourself. Yo, <laughs> oh, yeah, you had to. But it was it was that moment, it was my 20 to 21 year, where like it was like, it was the kick up the arse of like, you need to, you know, you need to stop this shit. Like, you yeah. really need to get it together. And um, obviously, I still didn't get it together, but it was it was another step up it's an to get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, I wasn't on that, and then I remember getting back and going back to like, how am I supposed to get a job again? So I was still trying to get jobs again, and uh, trying to get jobs, and then um, it was just I remember started to uh, I went to teach in the local studio in um, Livewire, Livewire in Liverpool, Manchester yeah. Street. I remember I was like, I want to teach there. Like, um, because every now and again, I've got this thing and I still do have it. I love just making up bits on the side and I'll just mm -hmm. grab a friend and be like, learn this quickly. Like, just see how it feels in the body. Mm -hmm. And I would always do that. 
and so I just started doing classes in in Livewire and just trying to just at the time it was to get my money up and um, I still was even I still was even making the coin but it was just it was keeping me going and um, my hopes were still down and then it was going it was down for a while actually and it things just flipped it flipped for me again there was always a flip did you go back to college then I did um, it flipped because um, I got a call from uh, from Leighton. Leighton Wall, my, te- my teacher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and he's like, uh, no, somebody goes, I've got Sue from Fahrenheit, Stoke on Trent. Yeah. She's like, I've got... Nanny call. Sue. Yeah. <laughs> ah, did bits. Uh, she's like, I've got your contact through Leighton. And he said that you teach. And he's like, you come, could you come and like, teach and stuff and I was like yeah cool then just mm-hmm. like going up and I was like okay this is this is it this is it's working out again and literally from there I remember uh, one of my friends uh, Will Cranny he's in uh, he was in management when I was in uni he's, he's doing bits now uh, and he was like to me he was like read the he goes he goes to me uh, have you read The Secret and I was like nah mate <laughs> I was like, nothing can change my mood at the minute. Cause yeah. I was, I was, even though things were up, it was still like, it's like read it, and like, I couldn't read it, so it was an audio book. So I was going like back and forth to Stoke and doing random jobs, like listening to the Secret, and it was mm-hmm. just like changing a lot of things. And what 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 does it say in the Secret? It was like, it was uh, a lot of things about what you want and what you how you're gonna get it and writing things down and and as silly as it sounds to people, it it. it, it well, I was just like, oh, whatever, whatever, and it, and it really, it changed my frame of mind, and I remember, like, well, you know when you get you get these things on, to see your memories on Facebook? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started to see my statuses changing around, like, 2011, and they were all, like, this is how, da, 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 da. and I started to see, like, that was the secret, I was reading the secret around that time. From just, negative to positive? Yeah, everything, uh, everything was just, everything kind of just started getting getting better and I and I they people started saying to me, Oh, are you are you in Libra? and I was like, No, I'm going back though. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Yeah, when I start again. It it all started of like when I go back and it's like when I start again, when I start again, when I start again and um and yeah I got back in. Um And it's good from there on? Yeah, I did did my did my did my test again, I had to come in and dance again and um, my teacher was saying we're seeing you around the area a lot because I kept poking my head into the uni just to see how things were going. I was like, "How's the class going?" I was like, don't, yeah. don't forget me. Yeah, I was. I was like, "Don't forget me, guys." I was like, "Anything happening? Is there anything I can be on the side? Can I come talk to the show? Can I? Can I get any tips? Can Can I get some like, extra work just so I can have a heads up?" Um, and it was that time as well where I knew I, it hit me. Money. There's a lot of things that hit me at that time. Um, money did not buy my happiness. Because I was getting money at that time, I had my money, I had, but I wanted to be back in uni. I wanted to graduate. Do I wanted you to love. have that. Yeah, I just wanted that thing. I was like, mm-hmm. I just need to have that. I just need to graduate. I just need to. I don't. And it was just like, yeah, but you got the money. And I, was, I didn't. None of that mattered. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter. I, I wanted to. I wanted to graduate. And I remember um, just sticking around, and my teacher thought I was always sticking around. I was teaching classes, and I was doing this. And I was doing this. And then, it, and it, I, I felt that was the upper hand of me getting in back into into my second year and I remember getting back in and just going don't mess this up don't mess this up you wanted this so badly don't mess this up yeah and um, getting back in and then graduating and being extremely proud
proud of myself. That's so dope. You did it. No, that's dope to hear. Not many people say, I'm actually proud of myself, but in a non-arrogant way. Yeah. You know, like, like you yeah. meant that. If, anything, if everyone could see your face, then you meant that. Like, that's yeah. dope. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah, graduated. And I was, I was like, this, this is good. This is the one. Yeah. So then what happened after you graduated? Did you start auditioning for work again? I was auditioning. Did you go through the unemployment hustle? Um, like what, what happened? It wasn't, it was more of I wanted to jump that risk. So because I was building up through my year out, I started teaching in random schools in Liverpool to the point I was just like teaching like non-stop. So you'd already made some connections. Yeah, I was, oh my, like literally everywhere. I was like, cool, this might, like, can I teach here? Can I teach here? And um, I started teaching at a school in Bootle. They're called Dance Craze, and I remember that I taught a workshop there, and then I got asked to come back, and, and I was coming back, and then I got asked to be a teacher there, and I was just I was teaching there, and then obviously in the in the midst of it all, like you was always hearing people go go to LA, train in LA, train in LA. Mm-hmm. So I, was like, I really want to train in LA. So while I was in uni, I was saving some of my um, what's that thing called again? Your like your, your house, yeah, yeah, your housing benefit. Yeah, the housing. I was saving some of that, and my work money, and I was like. I was like, I'm going to LA. I was like, I've never even done it before, but I'm going to, and I remember that was another sh- that I'm good shit. Like, it was like going to Liverpool. It was like going, there's someone on a plane by myself, going yeah. somewhere else. And I remember just booking it and my heart was racing. And I was like, you're going now. And um, I, went in Ju- I went in June and I went for like, eight weeks. And uh, I was like, this is- Eye opener. Oh, another one. I was yeah. like, this is, this is sick. This is so sick, and I was like, I want to do this, and I want to do this, and all. And um, yeah, the training, the training in in LA, that was uh, that was cool. That was cool for me. And coming back, and then and then going again. In the, I met people in LA the first time, and then I started. And then as I was meeting people, I met one of my friends, Omar Fernandez. He lives in Valencia. Shout out to you, Omar. 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 <laughs> Omar. Get it, Omar. <laughs> and I lived with him, and. In, uh, when I was staying at Free Boogies, and uh, I would just be like to him, yo, he couldn't talk English. His English was bad, and my Spanish was bad. But universally, Google it Translate. It was, it was no, no, Google yeah. Translate. Just through dance. It was just like, yo, sick. yo. And then he was like, come teach in Spain. So I was just like building up and building up. So even when I, so when I did leave uni, I had those networks that I wanted to go here, and and I was still teaching, but I wanted to leave Liverpool, and I was like, I want to take on London now because. I've gotten to know Liverpool, my money was just flowing. Mm-hmm. It was really good money and I was like, I want to change this and go to London now. And then London, it just, just wasn't, I, was, I felt like a, is it a small fish in a, in a big pond? There we go. Yeah. It was, it was like, it was just like, I remember, I remember describing it like this actually, Two Become One, Spice Girls video. You yeah. know when all the cars are going across them? Yeah. And that's how I felt, just standing in a place and just loads of things going across you. And I'm just like, I, 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 what's going on? Yeah, like, like how and, and what, what, what do I, like, what do I do? And and agencies and stuff like that and trying to get so the look. How did you book your first gig here? What was your first gig? Um, After you yeah, obviously you'd already worked and done the the tour. Yes, I did the tour. Did the, and how did you get back onto the scene? I did the music video. I did. Uh, how did I get back onto the scene? What did I do after that? Um, I don't even remember. I was doing that. Uh, I can remember. I think my first video was Jungle. 
think my first video was Jungle, um, Busy Earning, and that was a casting I saw on Facebook, and um, and I went in, and the casting was like from I think it was like ten till five, mm -hmm. and me thinking I didn't. I was like, we like pop in, pop yeah, in and, yeah. and here's me not knowing the difference between a cast and an audition. So I was like, let me get there early from ten o'clock. It's going to be lasting all day. <laughs> so I went in, and then Bex at the time she took a photo of me, and she was like, hey, cool, and I had to come back again and do it again, and then booking that, and then going, this is it now. This is it, right? It's all started. It's all kicking off, and no, it doesn't, because you still got more hurdles to climb over. So I did that video and then it was just kind of, it was a drought again for a bit. And um, yeah, just, yeah, London was, London is a, it was just, it was hard, it's just a break. To even, even in terms of teaching, it was just like the whole, everything was just so different, the classes were yeah. so different. Because you did quite a few big dance gigs here as well, you did Rita Aurora, you yes. did quite a few. Um, those, yeah, that was, that was random as well. Uh, did that, yeah, did, um, what else did I do? front of me but there was just all those bits and bobs and odds and odd bits but they to me they weren't they were never fulfilling like mm -hmm. they were never like they were never like yo big 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 it's never it never felt like so yeah so London London was hard to crack and even even with my experience that I that I felt I got from all my teaching it's just it didn't feel like no, it was very different level, yeah and then how did you get into musical theatre what pulled you in that direction MT now so, in terms of dancing, I got really frustrated, like so frustrated, and and the thing about dance is, you you just have to keep going. You just have to keep going. Like you have to grind it out. Yeah, you have to, and just don't give up on yourself and don't sleep on yourself. Uh, I remember at a time I was like down. I came back home and I was like, there's no dance shops, I'm not booking this, I'm going to every audition, I'm going to audition, I'm getting to the end, what do I do about my photos, how am I, da -da -da, da -da -da. like what do I have to do to get this job because I know I can dance, I know I'm, and it's like there's, there's not, there's nothing wrong in saying that and I feel like, I feel like we feel like we should say it in a different tone or we have to lighten it up and we have to just like, we have to, we have to dim down our light. Mm -hmm. Um, Kendrick says a line I can't I can't fake humble just because your ass is insecure. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's like we like everyone you, you dim down these things of your own talent because you're not booking these jobs and you're not getting this and you just sit there and you go, Am I even good enough? Am I even good enough? And then you get into that class and because that's still in your brain, you're not getting the choreography and you're not and you know you can get that choreography, you know you can get this, you know you can get that and you're just like, What's going on? You kinda just fall out of it mm -hmm. and you just feel like, you know what? maybe this isn't the thing and, and I felt like I was just getting older as well and it was the comparing and I was like don't compare yourself it's the worst it. thing you can do is compare it's, yourself it's the worst there's thing. only one you so just be the best you exactly it, but it was just watching so many dancers and being like I really want to be on that tour and I remember like um, having writing down some artists that I really like no I didn't write it down but I just said I really want to dance with these artists I really want to do this and I really want to do that. And I remember seeing Alexandra, but Bad Boys. Yeah, it's my dream job, that was. <laughs> yeah, what? I was like watching it over and over and over and over and over and over. And I loved it. And I was like, yes. And I was like, this is this. Like, they're men. I want to be like yeah, them. I wanted to, and the oh, whole, me. even the ending from the turn, drop, ending. Yeah. I was like, I want to do that. I want to do that. And still, I'm just not getting these jobs. And, mm -hmm. and um, 
then kind of just like so I was singing on the side. I had a I had a job where I was in um, in between that. So me not dancing, I was trying to get my money up because I came back from LA with no money. Bro. No money. <laughs> and um, there was a job going for me to work in Cape Verde, and it was a six month job. So I was like, I sent my uh, the girls that yeah, but the person who was asking, she was like. Um, can you sing? And I was like, yeah, she was, do you have anything of you singing? I was like, nah, so I just had to do like a little recording. I don't even know what song I did. And uh, and then she's like, do you dance as well? I was like, yeah, I dance. And and I at the time I had a showreel that I put together. <laughs> it took me a whole weekend to do a showreel. Um, put that showreel, <laughs> put it together, sent it to her. She goes, yeah, you got the job. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to... Going to kick birdie, say what? Yeah. And then that's where the shows, the shows sort of things happen because we did four different shows in Cape Verde. We did a Gaga show. Oh my gosh, the Gaga show. We did a Tina Turner show for everyone. We did a, a pop show and we did a '60s show. Mm-hmm. And the Gaga show was just dancing like she was. She was playing Gaga, and the other girl was the choreographer of it. And I was like the dancer just next. There was three of us on stage, and we had the musicians as well playing. And I remember. I think that was that was the job I got into that dance we're dancing on there, dancing doing that, especially being in a hot country and having an open roof and it was just it was just beautiful. And I remember going on stage most every night and going, This is why I trained. And that was that was a fulfilling moment for me. I was like, This is why I trained because I'm getting on stage and I'm out of breath and I'm sweating and I'm I'm injured and I'm this and I'm that and I'm really giving it and all these things that I saw on TV, I can now live it out with the audience. Yeah, it's fulfilling. I, yeah, it was just, there was this, I don't know how to explain it, but there was this thing inside of me that you get on there and it was just like, and I remember I would sit before I went on stage, like in Cape Verde, before I would get, uh, yeah, before I get on, I would sit and watch like, videos of Brian Friedman and I'd watch the commercial stuff of him mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, now I want to implement this in my, in my movement. I want to be stronger on this now that I'm dancing. I want to be like this and I would get, I would get somebody to video it, mm-hmm. and I'd watch it back, and I'd go, like, you want to be better on here, you want, and I was like, okay, cool, I want to try and put that in, now I want to try and put that one in, and um, yeah, doing that, that was that was so, like, I tried so many different things on that stage, and doing that, and then and then we did uh, Tina Turner, that was dancing as well, and that was just, like, was, that was jazz, and it was yeah. just really, like, it reminded me of Fosse, it wasn't so much Fosse, but it reminded me of Fosse, and it was really, like, I could get into my hips and I could really like feel that. Those, I don't know how to explain it, but like when I watch West Side Story and when you watch the bandwagon and see yeah. that, you see that kind of style and it was just uh-huh. kind of like it was very stylistic. Yeah, and and it was as opposed to back moms and stuff. Twenty turns. There was these all like, and then it was like you grab your chest, rub it, you get your hand across your chest. So much passion. Yeah, there was a lot of passion in that. And um, I was singing on that as well, and then I left, and then my friend was like to me, he goes, uh, Myron came up again, I came back to, did the whole Cape Verde thing, came back fresh, so happy, money was money was up, I got photos, done everything, and he um, came back, and then I got photos done, and I was sending them off, but I still wasn't getting any work, and I was just like, why is there no work, and I was just like, I'm going to contact my agent and I'm not getting no work and I'm, I'm, I can do this and I can do I can do this stuff I can do that just, I want to do this just throw me in and I'll do it just trust me because I trust myself and still not getting it and then advert for Motown came up and um, the musical in town right? yeah the musical in town and funnily enough before that I took a photo I saw a poster like the year before on the mm-hmm. underground I was like Motown's here and I took a photo of it and I was like I'd love to do that show 
so I had it sitting in my phone and and um, I remember seeing it in the newspaper but like later on it goes Motown show starts at this po at this time and I was like oh I missed the casting I couldn't even go for the casting because I didn't know when it was I didn't have I didn't have a musical theatre agent I didn't know how it worked and um, then this post yeah then the post came up and Myron was a member of it and my friend Chris Ribs Gordon shouts both of them again they sent me the info and they were like you just send off your photo mm -hmm. and put your number on the back and your email and then I got this random phone call from Pippa Alien great person and uh, she was just like can you come in for an audition for Motown I was like yeah of course and um, and I was like just sing a song and in my in my Kate Birdie show in the, we did a 60s show so we uh -huh. did all the 60s songs and one of the songs I sung was My Girl yeah so I came in and did the favours and I came in and I sung My Girl Sick. And I didn't know how it was working, so I'm just singing, I'm singing, I'm singing. And then, and after they were like, okay, could you, what are you doing like, next week? I was like, and because I never had an agent, everything was going through me. So, like, what do you have to, can you do this? Can you do this? And I was like, yeah, cool. And I, I think it was like the fifth round or something, I realised that I was getting further in the audition because I just thought I was just coming back and they just wanted to see me. And um, that's when I met Barry and then I sit and I was doing that song and then I managed to get an agent after that as well doing all of that and it was just it was it was mad because I did My Girl on stage in Cape Verde I sung it in my audition only to do Motown and sing My Girl on stage and that's why when everything aligns and you really step back and you look at it it all makes sense it really it makes sense and you realise you know what all of this was for that moment uh -huh. and and it it just it's all the, the yeah the hindsight of it, and it's just like you and it's those moments that when you're really down and when you really feel like it's not going anywhere, these are those. It came like I like I said um, it's the prep before the prep. That's what I call it because you're never really fully ready. You're only preparing for the next thing that you're preparing for the next thing you're preparing for. for yeah. So you're always just going to keep you're just building yourself up for the next best thing that you're going to yeah. do. And as artists, I don't feel we're ever satisfied either. Oh, never. Because <laughs> because once we cover it. We're kind of like, well, I want to do more now. And originally, I didn't want to do MT because MT to me was like, going down the road, I'm going down the road too. Should I buy a Coke? No, buy <laughs> yeah. a Coke. All things like that. And it was just like... Very old-fashioned. Yeah, like Sondheim. And I just didn't want to do any of that. Not cool. Yeah, I was like, it doesn't appeal to me because I don't, I don't want to sing like that. I love my soul music because it comes from a soulful rule. Like, I felt like... There's a there's an instrumental there no not instrumental there's this clip I've got of Sam Cook on my iPod, and um, you can find it on YouTube as well. The guy was like, just give me eight bars of soul, and he's interviewing Sam Cook, and Sam Cook just goes mm. and just starts humming to himself. And the beauty, I remember my whole body just got chills, and I was like, that's how I feel about singing, and that's how yeah. I want to. That's why I want to do those kind of songs. I don't I don't want to sing all those other songs and. Um, then from there obviously did Motown and then um, getting a taste of that and then oh, people and then people in my cast were opening me up to more musicals of that kind and yeah. with more soul in it and with more appeal to, to the kind of music and the kind of style that I wanted to go in and, and I had no idea and I was just like I was I was in my college, well no lip I was the only guy of everyone who didn't want to do MT. Yeah. So I, I didn't want to I just didn't couldn't stand acting through song. I couldn't. I didn't want to put my soul out there. I didn't want to. I. It's too vulnerable for me. Uh -huh. I didn't feel like I should have to sing and put it. And it was. 
I didn't want to do that. I, so my to dance, that's why I dance was always that coat. It was that I can show it through my dance, but I don't want to show it through my singing. And um, just getting a taste of it in Motown, and I was like, you know what, I love MT. How long were you in Motown? Uh, 15, yeah, we started rehearsals in January 2016 and finished in March 2017. And your role in Motown, you were just ensemble, were you? Yes, I was ensemble. Uh, yes, I was, um, and I covered Stevie. Because I, I, the show I came to watch, I, get, I got to see you cover Stevie. Yes, you did. I got to see you come out. And you were the best fake blind man I've ever seen in my life. Like, your voice was absolutely beautiful. However, I was more impressed by your fake blind impressions. I kept thinking to myself, with those sunglasses that he's got on, they must be blacked out. There's no way he can actually see. <laughs> I'll, I'll shut my eyes, actually. actually Did you shut eyes. your eyes? Yeah, just to really get that feel on stage, because I knew if I opened my eyes... When you got your eyes open, you really you already know what you're doing. So I knew if I closed my eyes, I'd, I'm going all over the place, and someone would have to lead me anyway. So I. What was um like the rehearsal process like for that? If you've never done musical theatre before and you'd only ever done commercial, like quote unquote commercial stuff, what was that like going into a new field of work? Was it difficult? Did you find it challenging? Was there uh, things where they're like, you have to do this now, and you're like, well, I never fucking do that before. Yeah. So I've got to do that now. Was it hard going in and having to do vocal warm ups every day? <laughs> Like, for the dude that didn't ever sing, although he could. Yes, it was. In uh, in the audition process for Motown, I remember everyone was going, siren in and yak yak. And I was like, what are they doing? <laughs> Parrot noises and animal noises. I'm like, what are they doing? Like, that that wasn't a thing. Yeah. That, obviously, I did like, we did a bit of singing in, in or we did, a, we did quite a bit of singing in, in Lip Art and we did the odd warm up, but I never felt I ever needed, I didn't, just never felt like I ever needed to warm up. But you didn't want to sing. Warm up, guys. Warm up. Warm up. And cool down as well. Um, <laughs> but, um, I, yeah, it was just, I, I didn't really see the need in warming up. And um, and I remember going in for my first day in Motown. And uh, our M MD, yeah, musical, yeah, Ethan, Ethan Pat, Ethan Pop, yeah, um, he was, um, he was like to me, what are you? He goes, are you a tenor or a baritone? And I was like, huh? Exactly that. Uh? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. You're like, I'm a 10, look at me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a 10, but I don't know, I don't know about, all about a 10 or a bass, yeah. <laughs> so, I, and I remember everyone turning around and looked, because I sat at the back, and everyone turning around and going, like, he doesn't know, like, he doesn't know, like, what he, how, how do you not know, like, how, how are you in a show, in, like, original cast, where you don't know if, whether or not you're a baritone or a tenor? And then he goes, okay, I'm going to put you in baritone. Thank you so much for putting me in baritone. Baritone is good, it's, I like it, I like a baritone. Um, <laughs> So he, he dictated your future right there. <laughs> exactly. It helped. Like a baritone. Yeah, tell her. I'm here for it. Um, rolled it. Um, and uh, did the baritone, and we had to learn so many songs in that one day. And I think we learned like eight songs in that one day, and it was mm -hmm. just taking my phone out and just recording it, my harmonies, and really just not, like, just trying to stay, trying to stay in it, because um, I can be like. After two minutes, I can be like, but I was just like, stay tuned in. Don't stay be distracted. Yeah, don't be distracted, <laughs> stay tuned in. And obviously, I didn't know anybody, so it was cool for me to keep myself quiet. And so I'm just, I'm just, I'm just sitting there, and I'm just like, okay. And I remember, I remember somebody going, it sounds, it sounds really weird, I remember somebody going, just getting up and going to the toilet. And I was like, they didn't even ask if they go to the toilet. And like, not realising that which you're allowed to, because I'm so used to like, being in, being in the institute, 
I was so used to them kind of toilet please, but them going, you should have gone in your brain, you shouldn't then. So yeah, be treated like a child. Yeah, exactly. Not like an adult. And only only to leave like a month after and expect to be an adult. Um, and um, yeah, I remember people getting up and going, oh, this is so it's so weird for me. But just getting the songs and learning them, staying awake, and um, the first week of rehearsals, coming home and I couldn't even eat my dinner. I just fell asleep. Exhausted. I, I slept from seven till like till like ten or was it eight till like ten the next day. I was so like, but coming back home on the train from that and going, you're tired for all the right reasons, and you should pat you should pat yourself on the back. And I feel like I feel a lot of us we don't give ourselves enough credit. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? And some give too much. But <laughs> <laughs> got to find that middle all ground. All in good measure, yeah. Um, and I was just so t- I was come back on the train I was always just nipping off but I was like you're tired for all the right reasons because you ain't gone out you ain't done any of that you're going to bed early so I was like this is this is progress this is good and um, just running it and working with the Americans they're very like it's got it's got us yeah by the end of the second week we were already running the first half of the show that's dope. and to me I was for like, the first and that's creating the show right yeah it was just like no, it was really it was created in so it was just they were just redoing it. Oh, so they were recreating to you yeah, guys in, in the in the UK, yeah. So um, the fact that we were already in it, like I was like, wow, and um, and I was like, we really do surprise ourselves. We all surprise ourselves because we feel like we can't do it, and it can't be done unless it's done. Uh-huh. I'm looking around. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and you do it, and then you realise, you know what? It just wasn't as bad as I thought it was, or I knew I I could do that, but I just didn't have that thing and um yeah i was shocked that we got through we got through it so quick and uh, yeah we got through it we got through it got through it pretty quick but they were very much like let's go again let's go again let's go again and it was a drilling again and i was like we're back at the drilling i was like this is is everything you liked yeah everything and obviously i i love the style of the temptations Mm -hmm. and stylistics and just how they moved in the 60s and 70s it wasn't it was stuff it was stuff that you can do in a club. Yeah, yeah. It was stuff that you do on your normal day. Yeah. And that's what that's what dance has always been for me because it's always me too. it's been practical. It's not about six pirouettes. <laughs> it's about having a mean two step and making it look good. It's exactly just like it's social. You just, you yeah, know, it's social you, just, you talk to a person, you're just like, you know, yeah. And I and I love that and I love the whole the whole suits and everything else and it was just the whole it was the yeah, you, you wanna got, be a classy You man, guys yeah. look so cool in it. <laughs> it felt so fresh. And to just really go in at that, like, so yeah, that was cool. So drilling that, they were they were pretty full on. So it was those were all eye openings, and it was just it was just kind of stay awake and. and like, what was it? Um, what was it like the first time you had to cover Stevie? How was that feeling? That was because um, you sung in the show anyway, right? Yes. So you, it wasn't your first time singing. No. Did you? You didn't sing any solos other than that, right? I I sung my girl. My yeah, girl. you sung my girl. Yeah, and no, I was. Yeah, I had like a one one or two lines and I think Jermaine Jackson singing. Um, so, so I bet that first My Girl moment was quite, oh shit. Oh my gosh, on. yeah. My heart was, my heart, I remember, I remember sitting, going going somewhere, toilet by my, going to the toilet by myself and then literally just breathing for like two minutes just to, just to try and like line everything and line myself up and just go, you're okay. Like, um, I, I see like the talent we have, I see it like, it's like male. Yeah. Like we're we're already we're already it. We're just delivering it to you. Yeah, we're just yeah, delivering yeah. what you're what you what you're coming to see. What you've already ordered. We're just delivering to you. So Dope. I was like, the talent's it's already here. Yeah. You need to tell you it's already inside. It's nothing you. that you know you that it's nothing that you can't do. It's exactly. just about showing it. Just go in and just 
So I was like, just go on and just do it. And I still went out there and my hands were sweating. My heart was racing, but I got off stage and I was like, did it, I did it. And I, and I was like, this is good, this is good, this is good. And then just kind of just so doing it more and more mm -hmm. and just falling into that and just getting comfortable. And um, I remember not having been told I, like my stage presence wasn't so like, especially in terms of singing and just trying to learn how to work a stage, how to move around the stage and work a stage a lot more. And that was, that was, it was all, all, all those things. It was just, it was really like, really helpful and they, and they really helped me on that level. Because mm -hmm. um, I've always kind of felt like I've been thrown into the deep end a lot of the time. Like Lip, I never had no experience, I got thrown in that. Mozart had no experience, I got thrown in that. But you weren't thrown, you've chose these, you chose these, you know, <laughs> chose you, you seem to seek this. <laughs> you don't choose it, you seek this shit. Chose, but that's good. Yeah, <laughs> just dive it in. And um, so yeah, with the Stevie stuff, um, Everyone was getting asked to do covers. Everyone was getting, everyone around me was getting asked to do covers, and I was like, I was like, I want to be part of this too. I was like, I was like, why is everyone getting asked to do covers? And then, so um, I remember saying, going up to the company manager and saying, could I cover Stevie, please? Like, I can, I can sing. You Stevie asked if you could cover. Yeah, I was sick. Like, I was like, can I cover Stevie and can I cover some of the? Because I would always stand in the wings when they're like beginners act one. I would stand in the wings and I'd watch the choreo, watch the the four tops and temptations do the first scene. And I would learn some of it because I just love, it's just so smooth and it's slick. So I would just be learning it in the wings. And I was like, I already know that bit anyway. So can I just come in and cut, uh, like, cover it? So like, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see we'll see what we can do. And um, I remember I had a holiday in April or something. I was, in, I was in Rome and I was coming back from Rome. And then I got a text, the company manager saying, company manager directly, he was like, he was like to me, um, he was like, are you, are you in the country? Like, could you come in and cover, like, do this, do this, like, stuff, like, we need you, and, like, so I was like, cool. cover Stevie. yeah, it was just like, could you, and so, I remember, it was a two shows that day, so I had to do the four tops, and I was doing Stevie, and I was like, so, um, they were like, if you come in at 12 and do this, so I came in, I had to learn my harmonies, uh -huh. learn what I was doing, and then by three o'clock, I was on stage doing that number, yeah, I was in Stevie, but, and I was just like, it was, I was <laughs> thank you, thank you, I got what I wanted, yes, I was like, thank you, and I was just like, I just, I, just, I wanted to just open it up a bit more. I was like, because I even wanted to cover Marvin as well. I just, wanted, I just want to do these. I like singing. Just want to sing, yeah. Which is crazy, right? Because you, you, you didn't care really about singing. Yeah. You like music, but like you said, you didn't ever want to do MT. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're seeking it. You're like <laughs> begging folk if you can. <laughs> yeah. Please let me sing along. Yeah, I was like, I'm <laughs> jump in now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, doing that, and yeah, so that's that's how Stevie came along, and then and then I and I that from doing it that time. I did 11 more shows like that because the guy who played Stevie, he was sick. I remember he was sick for quite a while and the other covers, they were sick as well. So I was just covering that over and over and over again. And I was fortunate to see one of those. He was fortunate you came you know, at that one time. One of 11? Nice. <laughs> I smashed that timing. <laughs> came just in time. And, and um, what I loved as well about it was the freedom, vocal freedom mm -hmm. to sing. And it wasn't so regimented. Like, it wasn't boring. Yeah. It wasn't like you thought MT was. Yeah, I guess. exactly. Yeah, it wasn't like you have to sing like this, and it was just like it was enjoy yourself and really sing it. And even in my go, I remember that the MD said to me, uh, we had this, we had this, uh, I forgot what it's called, reprise. Mm -hmm. We come back, and then it's bit at the end. We had a run, and he was like, "Do you do whatever you need to do?" And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" It's like when somebody goes, "So tell me about yourself," and suddenly you just don't know what to say. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I I can do it all now." So what? I really want to yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got 15 seconds yeah. to get everything out. <laughs> exactly. 
the freedom to do whatever I wanted to do, but with that freedom, it, it allowed me to make to mix it up every single day to me, and that's what to me makes the show made the show even funner for me. Every right. single day I was going out on stage, I was like, what do I want to do this time? How can I do it this time? How can I change that to this point? How can I make this so it's like so I can still enjoy it and still give the audience what they paid for? Yeah, and get off stage and go. You know what? You came in here upset, but you're leaving even better. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was the, the freedom, the, the yeah, those those kind of freedoms. That's what I really enjoy. So that's yeah. dope. So you've done two musicals now. Two musicals. So you've gone through the struggle of being a commercial dancer to killing the game in musical theatre now. From no agent to two fucking dope shows. Uh, what What do you want to do next? Like, what do you think is next for you? What's your goal after this? Or where do you see yourself this time next year? Um, I would love to dance for... I'd love to dance for Little Mix. I love their music. I am yeah? a sucker. I am a sucker for that pop music. Like, when I was... When I was young and watching all of that, I remember doing. <laughs> I remember doing. Uh, I remember being year five and doing like a little like a hearsay number. Yes, hearsay. Obviously, me, me being the to- the token black guy, I, I I jumped in and I was like, "Yeah, I'll do that." <laughs> and, I, and I was always that Bradley from the S Club. S Club Seven, like, go off. I was so I was always learning like these these steps, and I just loved how they the pop stuff made. It's just, it's, I wouldn't tell people that I liked it, but I was at home doing it, and I was like, I was like, yeah. I so you want to take a step away from musical theatre and... It, yeah, it's still... No, the thing is, I still want to stay in it. But, like, we have these breaks. Like, so if, well, that's if you don't go straight into it. Yeah. But I would love in between stops for Little Mix, Ariana Grande. Like, I love... I've got all her albums. I, I love her. I, her voice is just sick. And I love her sound She's a very well. talented yes. lady. Yes. Very talented lady. She is. She is. And I would love to dance for her. I would love to. Because there's a... Because when I hear those Brian songs, and Scott Nicholson, listen to this. <laughs> well, when I'll when I, when I be hearing those songs, I'm always making up some sort of choreo in my head and be like, these guys will be coming down from here and they're coming down from here and they should be doing that. And then, and I can really feel that. And it's just like, it's just, I don't know. Like, I still, I still have those, I still have those childlike thoughts when I listen to music. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be on the train and my heart starts racing because I was like, if I was on stage and I could dance that number, that, that would feel so good for me. So it's like that. So we got a little mixes over here. We got a little mix over here, and I would love to dance with them. Yeah, dope. I love their music as well. They're a great girl. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're the biggest of the decade, yes. right? The, so the they're doing, the they're certainly doing something right. <laughs> or oh, you can sing with you. <laughs> Up to you, girls. <laughs> Features. Uh, get it. Um, dope. <laughs> Didn't see that coming, did we? That was a treat. <laughs> Didn't even have to pay for it. Um, dope. So I always ask everyone that I interview, what's your most embarrassing moment so far? Have you had anything on stage where like something goes horrifically wrong? Or one of those moments where you're like, oh, fuck, and you can't save yourself? Like, Have you had a moment where you're like, the world is ending, eat me right now? <laughs> I, had, I had two in Mozart. Uh, we would. Were... <laughs> so we're doing that. Uh, we're doing what's going on. So Marvin comes through, and everyone's like, and everyone's got to be really serious. Marvin is in the character who's playing Marvin Gaye, yeah. right? Cool. So everyone's like, ah, oh, we're walking around being sad, and we're like, what's going on? What's going on? And it's just everyone's just being so serious, and obviously it's the emotional side of it. And they're like, what's going on? And I'm just like, you know what? Let me. I'm taking on my headband because I'm mad, because I'm angry. So, like, it was just we had to kind of, we had to pretend, we just had to throw things and, like, just kind of 
show our anger. And then I was like, what's going on? I went to go pull off my headband in anger. And as I did, my wig just flew off my head. <laughs> and it went right over Diana's head. Oh. And just like landed on the floor. As we were going, what's going on? And the guys were coming down. And my wig was just, just flew over there. And it was just sitting there. <laughs> and I was like... Someone killed an animal on stage. I'm, I'm trying to tell off and I'm like... Then I'm coming off and just in tears of laughter. So yeah, that was that was another one as well. Oh my gosh! What's and the other one? The other one was always doing uh, my the final the final time I was doing my girl on stage, the final time, and that was the first time I didn't go on with my glasses. Ah! Uh-huh. I left my glasses on my on my desk upstairs, and I was like, because I went upstairs to go and just top up quickly because my last show, and I was like, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna run the I'm gonna run the shit out of this. Yeah. And, and so I was, I was just. I was in my dressing room trying all these different runs that I was going to try and ended up leaving my glasses. I was like, where's my glasses? Shit, no. Dum, dum, dum. Shit, 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 shit. <laughs> I turned around like, forgot my glasses. Stevie's eyes are moving. <laughs> <laughs> he can see. <laughs> Lucky for Stevie, I always had them, yeah. But that, yeah, so that was, that was an embarrassing one. And, um, well, in the, my current shot now, um, I had a, I had one actually two days ago. Two days ago, it was two yeah. days ago. Yeah, two days. Um, on matinee, and we was in Sunderland, and Sunderland they were great. The audience were on the Saturday matinee. They were crazy, and I just finished my number, and then I went for the button, boom, and my legs are crossed. We're not even on a rake stage, so I don't know why I lost my balance. Obviously, didn't engage the core. Engage the core, guys. Didn't engage the core. Started losing my balance. So I was like this. <laughs> and kind of just like dip, drop, turn, part of all ray, bring it back, clap my hand. If you, if you can all see him now, he looks like he's doing the fashion <laughs> slide and like fashion <laughs> Crossing over. And then I'm coming off stage and laughing and being like, flipping out, what the hell? That was written up. That was an embarrassing moment. That was another one, but I just don't remember that. I think, yeah. I cracked, actually, no, I've cracked a few times on stage, and those ones are embarrassing. I think in the beginning. It hits up bum ass notes. Yeah, you, or you're, you're like. I went, there's a note, and I have to go, ah, I'm not sure. But I was like, ah, and I went to go do it, and I went, ah, so the whole, the whole note just didn't come out. That's how all my notes sound. <laughs> yeah, so that, that, was, that was embarrassing. Warm up, kids. <laughs> Warm up, cool down, stretch. Dope, man. I feel like you've had a very interesting career, like, especially how you set out to be, like, that commercial dancer, you know, you wanted to be that Alexander Burke bad boy. And then next thing you're fucking Stevie Wonder. Like, it's <laughs> such a shift in... Although it's still within the same industry, yeah. you're still performing, it's still creative, you're still on stage, you know. It's still that same thing, but it's a very... I guess it's not what you imagined yourself when you first started yeah. going from Nathaniel Sweetboy Jones's hip-hop class to being a lead in the West End, like, yeah, doing yeah. Stevie Wonder. Yes, that was, yeah. It was, uh... It was... Yeah, it's... And it's all still really new for you. Like, you only started MT... Two years ago. Yeah, now. two years. Yeah. And how old are you? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven, same age as me. So you're still a baby. Yes. That's the thing about MT. You can go on forever now. Yeah, you like, can what's the going. oldest person in any of your casts you've been in so far? I think always. I don't know how old she is. I don't want to say her age because. All right, let's guess. Whisper it and I'll say it. Sixty-six. Sixty-six. No, sixty. I think it's about sixty. Sixty. Oh, yeah. dope. Beautiful woman, Carol Royal. He said you look thirty-two. Woman. <laughs> and, but you're 66. Stunning, yeah. She's so stunning. sick. Like, imagine you could do this for an, until you're 66. Just keep it going, like, yeah, man. You can get your niche. 
just going and, and singing is always going to be there. Well, my legs don't work like they used to. Yeah. Get it. Getting vocals today. No, no, I'm <laughs> Um, no man, that's so dope. I'm super happy for you and I feel like, you know, I've known you for quite a while now and seeing the difference w within your persona and your your happiness, yeah. you seem a lot more happy yes. and you seem a lot more mature in a non-patronising way because we're the same age and not patronising at all. But you do seem a lot more mature and happy and comfortable within yourself yeah. now that you found like your niche yeah. and you're like happy with what you're doing, right? As opposed to being like, why aren't I doing shit and all this stuff? Yeah. Now you found you, and that's okay. so dope. Yes, instead of pointing the finger, it was like instead of pointing the finger, I pulled my finger out. I was like, get it, just do it, just do like stop. It's a general note. Just don't sit on your talents. Yeah. Like my granddad's always said, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. Dope. And just, just, just keep pushing on it and and using it and and going. Don't be scared. Because at the end of the day, it's not like all, like, I don't get out of here alive. you just got to, you've, yeah. you've, honestly, you've, you've just got to do everything you can and just enjoy it. And it can lead, it's going to lead to so much more, so much more. Doors that you didn't think were there, they're there. And yeah, so um, it's, it, I, I definitely didn't see myself doing MC though in any way, any way, shape or form. And now you're killing the game, buddy. No. Yeah, and I'm enjoying it. And you're I'm, enjoying I'm, it. Blessing on blessing on blessing. Perfect. Well, on that note, I think that's a great thing to end it on for people people to take in, you know, use it or lose it. I enjoy that. I enjoy that. I'm taking it. We're going to hear that a few more times. Lose it or lose it, yes. Anyway, man, thank you very much for being thank a guest on Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank um, you. People will share his uh, social media information on the link, or I'll put it at the beginning of this, because I'm not spelling it out for you to all try and find on Instagram. <laughs> Um, but yeah, thank you very much, Simeon. Thank you very much. Much love. Thank you. Much appreciated. Thank you for listening to the Ins and Outs podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes, and also make sure you're following us on Instagram, at the Ins and Outs underscore. Thank you very much, and until next time, the Ins and Outs.